0: what could stir your imagination more than an abandoned house it's easy to ponder the secrets hidden within its derelict walls and how it became such a sorry state often abandoned homes become the foundation upon which communities convey mystery and legend until they are demolished and forgotten But there is a 1925 colonial revival style house with such an enigmatic story and compelling in its solitude that it has roused the public to rally against its vanishing. Nestled against the backdrop of the Parker River National Wildlife Refuge in Newburyport, Massachusetts, stands the Pink House of Plum Island. For decades, rumors swirled about the abandoned home and that of a spite house, the result of a divorce settlement and unspecific conditions. But is that the truth behind the Pink House? Welcome to Nightmare House's Mini Tales. Newburyport, Massachusetts is a small coastal city in Essex County situated at the mouth of the Merrimack River and near the Atlantic Ocean located approximately 35 miles northeast of Boston, Massachusetts. Plum Island is a barrier island approximately 11 miles long and part of four municipalities in Essex County, including Newburyport. The story of the pink house starts with a woman, Gertrude W. Cutter, of Newburyport. In July 1925, Gertrude Perkins, purchased the marshy land on Plum Island along the Plum Island Turnpike. The Cutters were a prominent family in Newburyport and owners of several businesses in town, including a diner and the Fern Shoe Company. The parcel of land had once been used for salt haying, but at this time, beachfront properties were being marketed to young families looking for summer vacation spots. In 1925, Gertrude built a quaint cottage for her son, his wife, and their two-year-old son. But was a vacation cottage the real reason Gertrude Cutter built that house? Henry Harry Thomas Cutter, was born on September 23, 1894, to George and Gertrude Cutter, and later would go on to attend the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. In June 1922, Harry married Ruth Elvira Morin, born on August 25, 1895, at her parents' house on State Street in Newburyport. When they wed, Harry was a partner in the family business, the Fern Shoe Company. On May 23, 1923, their son, Henry Thomas Cutter Jr., was born. At first, everything seemed to be going well for the family. However, in 1924, Harry reported his shoe business was going under, and he was forced to give up his family's 13-room home at 103 State Street, causing the family to live in various apartments in Newburyport. During this time, Harry began to spend a lot of time away from home. He secretly had an apartment on Pickney Street in Boston. He would leave his Newburyport apartment and his wife and child on Sunday and return on Saturday only leaving her with money for the week at this time the relationship between ruth and her mother-in-law gertrude soured for reasons that were never clear but by the following July on the marshes of plum island the cottage was constructed it could have been a ruse for the family to start over again after the troubles of the prior year but the location of the home could have been better in november nineteen twenty five the cottage on Plum Island Turnpike was ready for the family. It's a boxy, rectangular main structure with a pyramid-shaped hipped roof, typical of the simplified colonial revival styles. There appears to be an enclosed porch or a sunroom addition on the ground floor, a common feature in homes of this era. The hipped roof is topped with a small cupola, an enclosed rooftop lookout often found on coastal homes, including Newburyport. The windows are symmetrically placed, double-hung sashes, standard in many traditional American homes. They have shutters, although they are fixed and purely decorative, as their size would not cover the windows if closed. The exterior appears to be wood siding, painted pink. The ground level shows an addition with a flat roof, that of the enclosed porch. The windows differ from those on the main building, suggesting it was a later addition or alteration to the original structure. The house was originally on over 10 acres of marshland, indicating its semi-isolated location. The interior boasts six rooms, a 27 by 12 foot living room with a fireplace, and large windows affording beautiful views of Plum Island. However, move-in was the wrong term for Harry, as that appears to have never been his intention. In early November 1925, Harry brought his wife and now 3-year-old child to the Pink House, gave them a week's worth of groceries and 18 gallons of water from a town pump, and left, promising to return. The home's location was inconvenient in its own right. Milkmen did not pass by the house, the nearest door was a mile away, and the closest neighbor was reported to be an invalid. Over 12 days later, Harry returned to visit his wife and child, but found the house completely empty and stripped of furniture, minus a bed and bureau. During those 12 days, Ruth and her child had to endure living in a home without her husband's support and in conditions the house was not equipped to handle. November weather on the coast of New England can be cold, rainy, and windy, and the home wasn't weatherized for such conditions, likely intending to be a summer cottage initially. The windows rattled against howling winds, and the home was not furnished with curtains, but with newspapers and towels covering the windows, doing nothing to stop the cold and draftiness. There was also at least a foot of water in the basement, indicating flooding issues from the start. Ruth Cutter, in all likelihood was not very happy in this new home and this peculiar situation. She called a lawyer who advised her to take her belongings and child and get out, which she did, only leaving the bed made for Harry and a bureau for his clothing. On November 17, 1925, Ruth claimed desertion by Harry Cutter and filed for divorce. She left the pink house and never looked back, moving to Salem to live with her mother. During those 12 days, her husband Harry Cutter spent time with another woman in Boston, be Beatrice Bowery. Beatrice was born in Winthrop, Maine, to English parents on November 24, 1901 and graduated from the Massachusetts Normal Art School, now known as Massachusetts College of Art and Design, or Mass Art, in 1924. Earlier, she lived at 11 Payson Street in Newburyport, but remained in Boston following school. Harry claimed there was never any wrongdoing with Beatrice during this time. It was also known that while Ruth was alone with their child, Harry would come into town for dinner with his mother, but not stop by to see his family. In May 1926, Ruth filed for $50,000 in an alienation suit against her mother-in-law, Gertrude, for Harry's abandonment, declaring Gertrude maliciously persuaded and enticed Harry to abandon his own family. However, the Massachusetts courts took years to judge the divorce. In 1934, a judge denied the divorce, and Harry was ordered to pay $10 a week for child support. The judge also ruled that Ruth Cutter was justified in fleeing the Pink House. Ruth appeared to never remarry, and her son, Henry Jr., even started using his mother's maiden name in his teen years, reflecting how the scandal may have alienated him from his father, while Ruth maintained her married name. Ruth worked various jobs to support Herself following her separation But remained in the Newburyport and Salem Area. Meanwhile, in January 1926, Harry Cutter Filed a bankruptcy petition Having no assets but owing over $6,000. He was Undergoing a messy divorce and was Now bankrupt. In April 1926 Beatrice Bowery The woman he seemingly risked it all for Married Charles Hugh Allman A physician. However, things did not Work out in that marriage. By 1920 27, beatrice was using her maiden name and in nineteen thirty she was living at home with her parents in boston meanwhile the divorce between harry cutter and ruth was finally granted in nineteen thirty seven in florida very soon after on february 8, thirty seven harry cutter married beatrice bowery The Pink House remained in the Cutter family for nearly two decades. In the 1930s, Harry and his mother Gertrude spent time there. On April twentieth, 1940, Beatrice and Harry had a son, Stephen Cutter, Stephen was taken to the Plum Island home in his early childhood during the summer and remembered the house as being pink, possibly always being that color. Then, on August 17, 1947, Harry Cutter sold the Plum Island home to Mrs. Hilda L. Rogers of Danvers, Massachusetts. The Cutters remained in Massachusetts for a time but relocated on a more permanent basis to Florida in the 1950s. The following summer, in June 1948, Mrs. Rogers listed the vacant furnished cottage for rent. At this point, the home may have been upgraded, boasting all modern automatic heat and a garage. But the Rogers only owned the home for several years. In May 1955, it was sold to William and Julia DeHart or DeHater, according to the records. But they, too, only owned the pink house for a short time, selling it in July 1960 to Milton and Juliet Stott. By the mid-1960s, the Stott's had begun selling off parcels of the original pink house acreage. Milton Stott died in 19. 1978 and juliet died in 2006 after juliet stott's death the pink house was formally abandoned and the mysteries began at some point the pink house was deemed a spite house with the story alleging that the home was built after a divorce settlement with the wife receiving an exact copy of the home the couple shared unfortunately she did not specify the precise location of the house thus being built on the marshy land while intriguing this wasn't true. Today, the biggest issue with the property is flooding, and with projected rising sea levels, it's deemed even more at risk. In 2011, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services purchased the property for $375,000 with a plan to use the home as an office for staff at the Park River National Wildlife Refuge. However, due to the poor condition of the house and the contaminants like asbestos inside the property, it was deemed uninhabitable. Soon, the Pink House was up for demolition, but a preservation group, a nonprofit organization called Save the Pink House, was formed in 2015 in response to the proposed demolition. In 2016, the group successfully stopped the demolition and reported the home was structurally sound. In 2020, using donor funds, the group was greenlit to rehabilitate the home for new owners, but stalled by the COVID-19 pandemic. But recently, in the fall of 2023, new demolition. Plans were announced for the Pink House, taking the nonprofit by surprise. The group has been trying to move the home to a more suitable parcel of land, but has yet to find a location. The Wildlife Refuge believes it's exhausted all options and views the proposal as the last resort, emphasizing that the decision is based on public feedback and the final plan. If the house is demolished, the refuge plans to open the land for public wildlife observation and education and to build an accessible observation platform. Public comments can be viewed at the Refuge's Visitor Center or online, with submissions accepted via email until November 30th, 2023. Right now, time is running out for the Pink House on Plum Island, but what do you think? Is this a home, originally intended to trick his wife and child, worth saving? Or is this just a home with a seemingly spiteful history that many have grown attached to? It's a popular stop for tourists, artists, and wildlife alike. It's one of the most photographed places on Plum Island. However, while in federal land, it's still private property and trespassing is prohibited. Today, the general disrepair and isolating setting contribute to a sense of abandonment, timelessness, and invoke a longing. The architecture, while simple, hints at the practical needs of the era in which it was built, providing a solid dwelling that has stood the test of time, despite evident neglect. I encourage listeners to share their thoughts and opinions on the fate of this unique place. What do you think will become of the Pink House, and will it continue to stand the test of time? If you're interested in preserving the Pink House, please visit supportthepinkhouse.com. Thank you for listening to Nightmare House's mini-tales. For more information on this episode, including photos and references, please visit www.nightmarehouses.com. Until next time, goodbye.